Stop what you're doing. Stop. Stop right there. Okay. Let's go. You're now tuned into the hottest show on the planet. The Smith Express Show. Yo, 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 what's poppin'? What's poppin'? It's your boy Smith. We're here live on the Smith Express Show. You know what I'm saying? Right now, I got a dope guest, a Shy Heights living legend. You know what I mean? Been putting in work for a minute, so it's only right I get him on here. You know what I'm saying? Give him his flowers while he's still here. Can smell him. You know what I'm saying? My man's been putting in crazy, crazy work. My man Solo, what's good, my dude? Man, what's good, Chris? Man, thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate that. And uh, thanks for that awesome introduction. Thank uh, you. Oh, man, no problem, no problem. Definitely have to let them know what it is in case for those that don't know, they definitely know now, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So, look, hey, let, let's get straight into it, you know what I'm saying? You a dope MC, you know what I'm saying? What, like, where did you first get your, like, what, what inspired you to to even become a rapper? You know what? When I, when I was young, my mother uh, was was not into music, but she was into music. Um, she had this record collection of like ten thousand. I mean, literally like ten thousand records, and it was everybody. It was Miles Davis, Herbie Hancock, all the great legends that you can ever think about. She had all the albums. So me being the only child and being very inquisitive. I would get on the old record player. Everybody had an old record player in the house. I would put her records on and think that I can scratch and start scratching up the records and messing up her records. And my cousin would come over. And he's actually the one who inspired me because after we played around on the records, he said, you know what? We should become rappers. And you're going to be called K-Solo and I'm going to be called Silk. And that's how I started from my cousin. Wow. Salute to him. Salute to him. So, like, take us back. Do you remember your first song or your first verse you ever wrote? Now, I don't remember my first verse. I remember my first song that I've ever recorded. It was called Raised by the Game. Um, and the very first song I recorded, that song, that song actually landed on the radio and was getting spins in the, on the radio. So I was very excited about that since it was my very first song. It was not my first rap. But it was actually my very first song actually recording, a real song. Because I had been rapping and doing like little verses here and there, but this was actually my first completed song I've ever recorded. It was called Raised by the Game. Oh, that's dope. That's dope, bro. So like, you know what I'm saying? Your, your style is very different from the Chicagoland area. You know what I'm saying? What I, what I fuck with you so hard is, you know what I'm saying? You, you're seasoned from all coasts. You know what I'm saying? You're not just a one-dimensional MC. You feel me? Yes, sir. And and that's why I salute you for it. And you know what I'm saying? And you definitely got heavy lyrics. You know what I'm saying? You coming with the bars and it never stopped. You know what I'm saying? What's some of your inspiration behind that? Because a lot of people, when, when when the trend changed, so do them. You know what I'm saying? You always stay the same. Yeah, for me, I've, I've never wanted to be a follower. I've never tried to be in the in crowd. I believe in being you, being original. Um, that's what it get any artist uh, far in their career or any person that's doing any job as long as you be who you are and stay original it'll it, it can happen for you um oftentimes we see um a lot of artists that's trying to get themselves on an artist that's been that's been doing it for a while then try to keep up with the trends hoping that that'll land them a little more success or grow them a, a little more of a fan base 
But for me, I've always thought being original was the best form of you you can be. And when you be you, nobody has no choice other than to like you because you're just being you. You know, that's, I've always just wanted to be who I was. I never wanted to follow or sound like anybody. I prided myself on not sounding like anybody, not having the style of anybody and just focusing on my own and just trying to be as original as I can. Hey, that's big facts, bro. That's definitely yeah. big facts. And and that that alone right there, you know what I'm saying? You definitely paved the way, you know what I'm saying? Like for yourself and to becoming who you are today, bro. And I salute you on that cuz you know what I'm saying? Like in today's genre, hip hop to me isn't really hip hop, you know? They got I I you know what I'm saying? If if that makes any sense cuz it's like it lacks the bars, you know what I'm saying? The the learning experience, yeah. the the teaching for those that grew up fatherless or you know what I'm saying, not really educated. Hip hop back in the day or the hip hop in general was all about teaching and spreading the word and knowledge. You feel me? Absolutely, because when I came up, of course, it's a different class of music. You had more of what we call conscious rap. Back then, you had the X Clans, you had the Rock Hems, you had the Big L's, you had the uh, MCs that that really tried to spark um, some great ideas and people, um, spark a revolution, um, hope to inspire one mind that may possibly change the world. So back then, you had um, a lot more rappers that were trying to reach you intellectually over just having a catchy tune or a catchy beat or um, something of that nature. So for me, I always gravitated to the 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 artists or MCs that, that had lyrics, but they spoke and had great content. Nowadays, you have um, music where it has a good, pretty good melody, but now how the world is with the music is pretty much dumbed down music. Um, anybody can get on the track and make a song nowadays if the beat is catchy and you got a, a pretty good hook you could be the next sensation it was a lot different when I was coming up now with social media it's changed a lot so you got a lot I'm not going to call it goofy because my mom probably called my music goofy So, because it's room for everybody so um, it's just I guess it's just the, the the world that we living in as far as with the music. It's 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 a lot of trashy music out, but you know the bars are coming back. That grown man music, that let me talk to you music is coming back. Shout out Kendrick, shout out J Cole, you know real MCs that's that's actually has great lyrical content. Oh yeah, you know, hey, and and I definitely agree. You know what I'm saying? That right there is what's been missing from the game and. And so, you know what I'm saying, for so long. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, yeah. So, so one thing about you and, and and that I love about you, you know what I'm saying, your history, your accomplishments is crazy. You know what I'm saying? From from just all over, you know what I'm saying? Because you, you're not only an MC. you know what I'm saying? You, you a businessman. You are the businessman. You feel me? Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? And, and I salute you on that. If, if you can, you know what I'm saying? I, I know the resume long, but... For those that may not know Solo and his many accomplishments, if you can run down some of your accomplishments, bro. Okay, yeah. So for those that don't know who I am, of course, I'm Solo from the Heights. Um, man, where do I start first? I uh, Early 
early back in like 2000, the early 2000s, 2005, I was actually with uh, Real Deal Records, um, a van to Holyfield um, record label. Um, didn't really work out because the marketing strategy wasn't there for me, and they already had uh, 10 artists that they weren't marketing correctly, so I kind of stepped away from that. I then went over to mess with a guy from Atlanta called Dirty Rat. He owns Crunk Magazine. He owns the T-shirt shops in uh, Turner Field, where the Atlanta Braves play. He has a few bills, bond companies, and a few um, clubs, strip clubs and restaurants. Well, I uh, was going to sign a deal with them. And uh, they actually, the song that I originally said that was my first song, this song was very popular. It was called Raised by the Game. So uh, they wanted the song. But then they kind of got on a little BS, in my opinion, but it was not BS. It was just that I thought I knew a lot more than I did about the game, so I thought they was moving a little too slow. So me being a little naive, I stepped away from that, and I wind up um, getting signed with the program. The program is L.T. Hutton, is Elton Brand, uh, and Snoop Dogg has affiliation with it as well. Um, I'm actually still under um, the program. Um, as a, I have a production contract, but uh, I've done music with, I have songs with Snoop, I have songs with Tyrese, I have songs with Shauna, um, Daz and Corrupt, um, who else? Man, the list is so low, it's, it's so many people I've done songs with, I just probably can't even remember all of them. I've been doing music for 30 years, 30 years consistently. Um, yeah, I, I've got a lot, a lot of things out there. I've got a mixtape that's on Audio Mac. It's called Snippets of Life. I'm actually finishing up on Snippets of Life two. That'll be dropping in probably about a month. Um, my son, I'm a manager of a 12 year old rap artist called Lil Solo, who's my son, who's uh, awesome. Um, he's had songs playing on the radio um, called Going All the Way. He's also been booked for uh, to perform at bowling alleys and things that are kid friendly, skating rings. Um, and just right now, I'm just I'm, I'm uh, just built me a studio, so I'm I'm in the, the the means now of trying to expand the studio and just uh, constantly create uh, good content. I'm actually looking for some artists to work with as well, but that's pretty much. Well, that's not my whole resume, but I just tried to trim it down some the the list is so long oh yeah you know what i'm saying I, i'm already know i'm gonna you know what i'm saying i'm already knowing so hey you you say you working on a project now the snippets too snippets one you know what i'm saying like what were some of the great productions you had on there the special features um for snippets of life a lot of my production came from a producer called kofi cooks and uh the other half of it probably came from epic the don um some of my some of the songs that's on there is a song that i actually got a video for it it's on youtube it's called think about it um that was one of the songs that came off there i have another song called uh what did i miss um i have a video for that which is on youtube as well i have a song uh actually it'll be coming out um, on this mixtape called Snippets of Life 2, the song is called Cause of You. And on the hook, I got Ariana Grande. Uh, so pretty much, I'm just working. I'm just working and still trying to build, you know, 
looking for some artists to work with, serious artists, don't matter. Uh, man, I'm just here. That's dope. That's dope, bro. So, I mean, besides music, what all, you know, you, you got your hands in a lot of different things as well, besides just the music. If, if you can, run the resume down. Yes, well, um, besides music, I am a dental hygienist, but I also work in the oral surgery field um, where we do major surgeries from the neck up. Um, I also do real estate. I have appraisal license. Uh, I'm currently trying to um, open up a little business like with a, a, a food truck for my mom. Um, I'm also a dog breeder. Um, I breed uh, pocket bullies. Um, and that's just some of the things that I do. I would talk you guys' ear off if I told you all the things that I had my hands in. Oh, also right now, I am having a cartoon created of me. A cartoon created of me, and I'm also working on a little mini movie, which consists of about 10 music videos that'll play out as a short mini movie. So I'm working on that as well. That'll be finished soon, shortly as well. Hey, hey you know what I'm saying? Talk your shit, boss, for real. That You know what I'm saying? You the great one, my dude. Just one to... I appreciate it. I know... That's love. I don't, no I problem, bro. Coming, coming from Mr. Smith. One of the greatest authors from this air from this area, and not even just this area, from Illinois, not even just from Illinois, from the United States, not even just from the United States, from the world. So that means a lot to me coming from such a great author as you and musician. You very talented, and I appreciate you giving me my flowers. So I thought I'd give you a couple roses back. Uh, good looking, good looking, my dude. That definitely means a lot. So, you know, we've been doing, we both has been doing music for some time, but like specifically, what's your take on music and the way it's turned and it's changed? Because back in the day, you know, when you had to sell a million records, that mean a million motherfuckers, like they got up out their bed and walked to the mom and pop store versus now it's just at the click of a button, you could get the album, you could do so much now. More so than it was back then. Like, what do you think the pros and cons of all that is? Well, that's a great question. The pros of it is because you no longer need a record label. The pros is the pros to it is you no longer need a marketing team. The pros to it is you don't need a whole lot of money to start what you're trying to accomplish as far as the music um with the way it's going now in social media and all these sites that you can upload music to it's easier to build a fan base it's easier to make money off your music now um it's a little easier to get plays on the radio it's easier to get booked for shows so with the music and what's going on now those are the pros to what's going on now but the cons to it is that you don't have that that intimacy with the crowd or your audience now because how world the, the mu world of music is so spread out and it's become so diverse now it's hard to target in on a certain audience that you may be trying to cater to so um my take on it is any artist out there that's that's finding their self in this little crazy gray area in the mix of 
the new music was going on and older music, I just say continue to believe in yourself. Continue to believe in your music. Do not, I mean, do not, and I'm going to say it one more time, do not change who you are for nobody. Do not try to go with the trends um, because that's just what they are. They're trends, which means it's only here for a little, a, a few moments. Once that passes, it becomes another trend. And if you get yourself locked into this trend, now people associate you with making a certain type of music. So always be original. Always think outside the box. Always try to be different, but have great content. And the, the music today is, it's well, at least the younger generation, I just don't believe it's it has great content. It's more of a catchy beat, catchy phrase as a hook, and that's the song. Um, so it's easier for artists to write songs because you don't have to put a lot of thought into it nowadays. But for my era, you actually had to know how to rap rap. Not just rap, you had to know how to rap rap to even be noticed, to even be mentioned, to even think you're a rapper. You had to be mentioned by some of the other great rappers that were around you at that time. And, uh, yes, yeah, it's, de it's definitely a, a different era. It's definitely a different era of music. But, as I stated, you have pros, you have cons to both. Um, I just think the cons, it, it's lost the intimacy of meeting your audience, um, hands-on, being able to actually sell physical copies and chop it up with the, the, the music lovers who's supporting your music. It's a lot different than, than, than what it was. That's how you had to react to music to try to get on. People were in the streets selling hard copies. There wasn't no sitting back here clicking on the computer and, okay, my music is everywhere now. No, people actually was out putting in work, doing the grind, doing things that they needed to do. It's a lot easier. It, it, it's, it's to the point artists have become lazy and have become a lot less smart uh, because social media and these cell phones. So that that that's where they lack in creativity. They're just trying to keep up with the trend. So that's your pros and cons for uh, that I feel what's going on right now. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? I definitely agree. I definitely agree. So look, you know what I'm saying? You 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 perform just about in every state and city in the United States. Like in your opinion, what city or state shows the most love and when performing, what specific song do um do you gotta perform? Or like the crowd expects you to always perform to get the crowd going? Oh wow, that's great. Any any and every time I go perform in Vegas it's always a great vibe. Uh, I've always loved to perform in Vegas. It's just something about Vegas and they crowd. It, they make you feel at home. So I love Vegas. I also love, excuse me, I also love uh, performing in Virginia. Virginia, the DMV, Virginia, Springfield, Virginia, that area, great to perform in. Um, very good crowd, uh, very good reactions. Um, they show a lot of love. Uh, versus me being in Chicago, where I'm from, this will probably be the last uh, place that I'll say is, is my most favorite place to perform. Because when you perform it at home, um, a lot of people think that they can see you every day or 
you're not as big as a star, so they don't support as much. They don't support as much. But um, definitely Vegas, definitely Virginia, and uh, I can't leave out Boston. Boston, Massachusetts. Shout out to Boston. Boston was a real good spot for me. I performed there, uh, that was last year, last year in June. So it was great. So those are those are my three favorites. Now I've been in California. I've been in Arizona. I've been in Texas. I've been in Indiana. I've been in uh, Illinois, of course. I've been uh, North Carolina. I've been Florida. I've been to Atlanta, Ohio, Iowa. Uh, a lot of those places are is great to perform at, but it's just something about Vegas, that Virginia and Boston that just stands out to me the most as far as me performing. That's dope. That's dope. Is there a specific song of yours that it's like everyone looks forward to that get the crowd going? Um, well, I got this this one joint that I do that I like. It's called uh, Think About It. Then I have uh, this other song. It's called What Did I Miss that I love performing. Uh, but I got this other song that I like to perform. Uh, it's called this is so strange for me to forget the name of the song that I like to perform. Uh, it's called Lonely. And it's just a song that I just can just really ex- express myself. Um, and it, it normally draws the crowd in. Anytime I do this song, the crowd seems to really get drawn in because I'm being vulnerable. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm letting it all hang out, you know? That's dope. That's dope. Hey, you, you know what? Hey, I, you know what? I also salute you, bro. Is because like when you when you hop on the beat, bro, people know yo like this solo. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no whole like yo. You hop on the beat and you sound like everybody else featured on the song. Like when when you when you hit that track going, motherfuckers know what it is. It's solo. You know what I'm saying? Like and and that right there separates you from a lot. And, yeah, and you know what? I appreciate that. Every studio, every producer, every artist I've ever worked with, that is one of the first things that they always tell me. It's like, dude, it's nobody that sounds like you. You have a very distinguishing voice. When you come on, we know it's you. Every studio I've ever been in, if it was my very first time in that studio, after I came out the booth, I always got the same reaction. Who are you, and where the hell have you been? I've never heard nobody going in freestyle the way you the way you do. Like so, I mean that's just something that I work. I personally work on that because I haven't written a rap physically written written a rap in about seventeen years. Hey. Every song, every song that I've made in the last two years. And I've made, in the last two years, I've made at least 70 songs. No song is written down. Every song is off the top of my head. That's dope. That's dope. I definitely salute you on that, on even perfecting that craft. Because a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? Like, because a lot of people nowadays, it's all about the whole, like, needing assistance and all. Because back in that day, in our era, bro, we from the era where you couldn't have Ghost Rider to be considered a dope MC. Absolutely not. A Ghost Rider? Oh, you're not even a real rapper. You got a Ghost Rider. You now, hear me? Now, that's so common. 
Yeah, for real. And and, and it's like they're open with it. They don't, you know what I'm saying? We, we took yeah, pride in that. they don't hide it. They don't hide it. But see, that's the difference of this era and the area, I'm co- and the, the area I come from. It's a whole different cloth. Because now, as we were speaking about earlier, it's so easy just to have a catchy beat and upload it to YouTube or something. You can blow up overnight. And doesn't have to even have any great content. It can just be catchy. When I came up, it was no catchy. You actually had to know how to rap. Like real bars, real content, real good transition from sentence to sentence, real nice dope hooks, everything. Production has to be on point, everything. Now, you can go create a song in your bedroom and upload it to YouTube and you can be rich tomorrow. Yeah, I that's salute crazy. the new generation, but it's a lot different. The music is whack. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? And and it, what was crazy, like, I, I, I feel like the blood, sweat, and tears is what's missing from today's era. Like, the genuine footsteps that you had to make, the relationships you had to build, the, the traveling you had to do, the face-to-face communication you had to have to take place, you know? Yeah, see, that, and you hit it right on the head. That's what I meant when I said I miss being able to sell hand-to-hand copies it was the art of meeting people expressing yourself uh physically with somebody seeing them talking looking them in the eye maybe even rapping for them live anything it's 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 definitely a difference but that's what i that's the era that i liked because you have to be more creative you don't have to be as creative now you can ride a wave as they say and sound like somebody and get on that way i didn't care about getting on I've never tried to get on because of some or sound like somebody else. I've always stayed in my own lane and I've always was confident enough in myself to think it may not happen today, but if I keep going one day, it's going to happen. Unfortunately, unfortunately for me, it actually did happen. So for anybody out there that think it won't happen for them, for God first, first of all, for God first, stay consistent with your content and your music. And also, not only staying consistent with your music, but stay true to yourself. Be original. That's the best thing you can do. I don't care what music is out, who is trending, what style is in. Be you. That's the only way you're going to get somewhere. It's just being you. Because if you try to be some like some rapper or sound like somebody else, remember, they got a thousand of them that sound like that already. It's only one you. It's yes. a thousand other rappers that sound like them. But it's only one person that sound like you, and that's you. That's, that's facts. the difference. That's, that's the big difference. facts. Man, you you definitely speaking, bro. Talk your shit, bro. For real, for real. Yes, sir. You definitely have to be a rich For real. So, so, hey, let me ask you this question. For the last three years, uh, America, not only America, the world has been pretty much turned upside down. You know what I mean? Through the, the whole COVID-19 thing. Has COVID slowed you down in your grind or, you know what I'm saying, affected you in any way? Absolutely not. Um, COVID has not. I'm going to knock on wood. I haven't caught COVID, but it definitely didn't slow me down. What COVID did for me was to make me become a better person and a better parent and a better artist. Because I had nothing over the last two years but time to pretty much just focus on self, focus on my mental, and focus on 
family that's around me. Um, so with all that time that we couldn't go outside, we was quarantined in the house, that actually worked for me because I'm already a homebody. So nothing actually ever even changed for me. Everybody else around me was going crazy. Oh, we can't go outside. They got curfews. The stores are... I was already a homebody. So when the COVID came, it didn't affect me physically because I was already, I was still doing the same thing. But it made me become more intellectual because now that I know that everybody has to stay in the house, I've always had this mentality that if you want to be an artist or if you want to be a boxer or if you want to be a, a painter of a house and you want to be the best or one of the best, you have to practice at it. So that time just allowed me to focus and zone in even more on my music. I was able to spend a lot more time with my son and mold his craft. And uh, it actually worked for me. I actually loved it. I was actually a little disappointed when they opened the world back up, honestly. And I'm just being honest. I had got so used to that. I was like, you know what? This is living for me. But now the world is open back up. Of course, I'm excited for that, too. But... Yeah, COVID really didn't slow me down at all. I was still working. I was still grinding. I was still bringing in money. Um, I was still safe. The family was safe. So, you know, COVID did not affect me personally, but I, I saw it affect uh, people that was around me. But we kept we kept moving. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you can't slow it. You, you can't slow down the grind, bro. The grind slows down for nobody. Nobody. So, hey, right, look, let me ask you this question, okay? Alright, so I want you to play the CD, like I'm gonna play, skip, or throw away. Alright. Okay. Tupac, All Eyes on Me, Notorious B.I.G., Ready to Die, or Nas's Illmatic. Wow. Am I and I'm comparing all three of these? Yeah, skip, play, or throw away. I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing Pop. And I'm going to tell you why I play Pop. It's not Pop was the greatest rapper. That's what people get confused at. They always say Pop, number one, he's the greatest. It's not because of lyricism or raps. It's the connection he had with the world. That's what made him number one, first of all. It's his emotion. It's how he captured it. So I'm definitely playing him. Biggie, they probably going to be mad at me, but I'm skipping Biggie. I've never been a Biggie fan. And I'm a person that's into lyrics and bars and Biggie can rap, but I've never been a Biggie fan. And uh, Nas, I'm going to play Nas, too. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm skip Biggie. I'm going to play Pop. I'm going to play Nas. I'm going to skip Biggie. Hey, I, that, that, that's respectable. That, that's definitely respectable. You, you know what? Speaking on emotions, bro. That that's missing so much in hip hop today, bro. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like from the whole, you know what I'm saying? Even the 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 feelings of you know what I'm saying, expressing yourself towards your lady, your loved one. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 not there no more. Even in the R and B music of today, like back in the day, they made music where you wanted to kiss your girl in public, you know what I'm saying? Or you wanted to kiss a female, you wanted to just make love. It's like, nowadays, it's changed completely. Like, everyone is just hit and quit. Marriages don't last this long. 
you know, like the the music back in the day, you could be able to date a, like dedicate a song to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Just on the strength of the Absolutely. emotions. Like, Absolutely. What's your take on that? Uh, yeah, cause that's a good question too. Cause it's it's definitely a difference in the music and the emotion. Uh, me, I'm an emotional rapper. I put a lot of emotion into my music. Um, I put a lot of visualizations in my mind to create that emotion that comes out in my music. But but what we have today, the reason why we don't have any emotion in the music, because society tries to play young men against themselves, meaning you can't be soft in this world. You always got to be tough. You can't be singing about love. You got to be singing about guns, gang banging and and drugs. You can't be walking around holding your woman's hand. They're going to think you're weak. You have to put up this facade of being tough. This generation is a generation of, I'm not going to call them um, frauds, but this generation has a facade up. That's what I'll say. This generation has a facade up. Every young man that I know from about 25 on down, always has to play the tough role. Always has to play the tough role. You see, uh, normally you'll see somebody about 35. That's normally when they, they should be done got their ish together. But you still have some older guys that are still immature. But with the um, young men today, is that they, they, they talk to uh, or what they see because of, I'm not going to say music only because there's a lot of influences, but just off what's going on in the world, social media, how it's marketed and strategized a certain way. It's just towards these young men now. And I'm not even saying all young men, I'm going to say towards these young black men, they talk to think that they have to be tough all the time. And it's not even like that. And the reason why it shouldn't be like that is because being tough, it's the reason why a lot of these young men are being killed right now. Because everybody want to be tougher than the next person. When it's okay to it's okay to walk away from something. It's okay to bag down. That don't mean you're scared. That don't mean you're a punk. That just means you're smart, you know how to think, and you live to see another day. A lot of people not using their mind right now. They just jumping off with, oh, uh, he called me this, pow, pow, pow. Now he dead over nothing. It just makes no sense. But I contribute that also to the drug, the new drug. Well, not new drugs, because everything under the sun has always been here. It's nothing new. But with the drugs that these young men are doing, they smoking weed. They popping these pills, these Xanax, these Percocets. They doing uh, downers. They, they eat mushrooms. They drinking lean. Back in my era, you had some people, of course, that may have indulged in those things but it was more of a they was hiding it you didn't see you didn't hear about anybody that was gay you didn't hear about anybody that was doing drugs and um because it was a it was a certain image and a certain way of life that people lived back then versus how they live now i i i give credit to how they live now the parents that raised this generation were younger parents. Anytime you have younger parents 
being kids, still having kids, not fully grasping life because their mom, their mom didn't teach them a lot because they didn't know anything. And their mom's mom couldn't teach them anything because they weren't taught anything. So therefore you have this cycle, which they call a curse that constantly tumbles down the hill because no one took the time out to actually think about the future. Now, how it is, young people living for the day. It's I ain't worried about tomorrow. I'm living for the day. I'm going to do what I need to do today. So when they get out in the streets, that's why they start to act tougher. That's why they're carrying guns. That's why they want to sag their pants. That's why they do a lot of extra stuff that they shouldn't be doing. It's because, I, I'm honestly, I blame the parents. I blame my era of parenting on this generation right now. They lost because of us. We was the OGs to the generation that's coming now. We didn't give them enough guidance. And now they out there wild. And now they don't respect anybody. They definitely not respecting the OGs. They don't respect anybody now. Now they feel they the OGs. You know, so therefore that's why you have a lot of young men that's, that's, that's out here killing and shooting. And they don't respect nobody. And young boys don't respect nobody. You know, and that's what's messed up with the world. That, that's what it is. It's, it's social media done played so much of a part of somebody have to being tough or act tough that it has destroyed a lot of the minds of these young young men who aren't fully developed in the mind anyway because I got reasons. Because when his mom and his dad had him, they were chemically imbalanced. His mom was high on weed. His daddy was going off, off Hennessy. They got together, had sex, had him. He came out with a chemical imbalance already. So now as he grows up, if he's not being taught the right things and he's in the wrong environment, he's going to play off what he sees or try to uh, duplicate what he sees. As he grows up, nobody steps in soon enough to be his mentor or to teach him the right things as he's raising himself. Eventually, everything gets worse that's not tended to. Once you leave him, he's gone so long, it's hard to teach a old dog new tricks. Now he think he got it figured out. Because mom, I'm a crackhead. Daddy in jail now. I'm out here raising myself. I'm out here hustling. I'm making two, three, four, five hundred dollars, a thousand, two thousand dollars a day. Who could tell me something? And who going to stop what I got going on? Does anybody think they going to stop what I got going on? I'm going to put something hot in them or I'm going to do something to them. This is the mentality they got now. Which is a messed up mentality, and that comes from our 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 uh, generation of parents, which means me being a parent. We didn't teach these kids enough because we were still out in the streets while we had babies. We were still out in the streets trying to party and gang bang. Not needing myself, but this is just what I see: still partying, still gang banging. While our mothers was raising our kids, and it's a different era of when our mothers came up to raise us versus raising our kids. Our mothers didn't come up with social media, cell phones, and all of this. So now you got an older parent who's still stuck in the older ways or older grandparent who's still stuck in the older ways trying to raise one of these kids in today's society. It just don't work. It just don't work. Because a lot of a lot of these, these uh, young men now have this mentality that, man, y'all ain't never did nothing for us. When they was letting the dogs go on y'all, 
Y'all wasn't fighting back. Y'all was standing in the street with picket signs. Y'all was doing that. We ain't no picket sign. This generation ain't no picket sign kids. These kids ain't standing in the street with no picket signs when somebody shook a dog on your bus across the head. These, these kids now, they're not with that. That was for our mamas and our mamas' mamas that was brainwashed and didn't know no better and stood out there on in there when they was, was protesting with the picket signs and the marching and the chants. Man, that ain't never got nothing accomplished being honest so now you got these kids now that's growing up that's done seeing all this history of what's done happen to all us up to them they not taking they remember they was already born chemically imbalanced from their parents now they grow up start to do drugs percocet xanax weed all this when the when the their mental wasn't all wasn't fully formed yet so now you gotta you you, you come out your mom's womb chemically imbalanced you live a little bit you never had any guidance nobody taught you anything you raised yourself you got out there in the streets you you started doing more drugs as you got older you wasn't able to handle them you didn't go crazy but you wasn't able to handle them you started to lose your psyche a little bit now you're trying to you're looking at social media and anybody that looks at social media it makes it feel like you losing in life because anytime you look on social media, you see somebody flashing $10,000, they in these nice clothes, they in this nice car, and then you look at your life. You're like, why? Or what are they doing that I ain't doing? That's when you got somebody trying to emulate the next person. Once he tries to emulate him, you're going to see somebody else to see him and try to emulate him. Everybody's trying to emulate each other. And once you get people trying to emulate each other, now what happens? You got somebody that wants to be the toughest of them all. Everybody wants to be tough nowadays because it's so easy to get a gun nowadays. And with every and with a lot of these young people on drugs, never really had a great background. It's growing up, never really had role models or anybody in a life like that. Mom never taught them anything, never had a lot. The mentality is, can't nobody tell me nothing. I'm out here making $2,000 a day. If you step on my shoes, I'm going to knock your wig off. That's just the mentality of the kid. And I blame my generation for that. And that's that's in a nutshell. That's facts, bro. Hey, I salute you for dropping jewels. For real, for real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hey, they definitely needed to hear that, for real. Hey, and that's, that's it. And that's, that's just not in Chicago. That's all over the world. I done been all over. I lived in Hollywood for 10 years. I've seen all different kind of gangs. I've seen all different kind of young men. I've seen all different kind of young ladies. It's This world is really, really insane. It really is. But yeah. we just need, we need more, more men to step up and be in their kids' lives. Because the moms can't do everything. And I salute all mothers out there, whether you black, white, green, or blue. I salute all mothers. It's the fathers who need to step up. Fathers have been lacking so long. We can get into all kinds of stories of why the father's lacking. It could be because of the mom, his wife, and what she may have been saying to him, and what she has not been doing for him, or always downing him, and never really praising him or uplifting him. That could be one reason. But it's so many different reasons on why. A black father or any father is not in a child's life. Because there's always two sides to the story. The mom, who I salute the moms. I'm an only child, so I love, I have six daughters. I love women. 
but just keeping it real, women can be some women can men can too. So I don't want to make it sound like I'm biased because I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. But women are more emotional than men. Women know how to run a household. Women know how to run a business. Women know how to keep things in order. And it's nothing from what they're taught. This is God's given gift that they have. It's intuition. Men don't have that. We got intuition, but it's not it's not called intuition. It's something else. Women has this intuition where they they, they feel it in their heart and they soul when they know something wrong. You can go out right now. You can be with your girl for three years. You can go out right now. You've never done anything, never cheated, never looked at another woman. You can go out today, though, and get you a phone number and maybe even kiss a young lady on her hand. When you get back home, for some strange reason, your wife going to know you was out there doing something wrong. It's just, it's in, a man, it's in our mannerisms that we don't know we're doing when you're feeling guilty. And it's just an intuition that they pick up. These are the, the women are the ones who populate the planet. But I mean, of course, the man, he has to put his seed. But women are the nurturers. They going to notice. That's a God-given gift. You can't stop that. I don't care how smart you think you is. Can't never outslick no woman. You know what I'm saying? That's just real talk. That's just being 100% honest. I love women to death. I say I got six daughters. I'm an only child. have no brothers, no sisters. Man, I'm with my mom right now. My mom and my grandma right now. That's so, dope. Salute to them. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? They definitely raised the king. You feel me? Man, I appreciate that. But yeah, she, she, she definitely instilled some good values in me. Of course, I didn't always do the right thing. I, I've been led astray. I've done some stuff that I'm not proud of. I done said some things I can't take back. But we all grow as people. We all grow. At least we should all grow as people. Because you got a lot of people that are not growing. That's the that's the ones that you see still stuck in the same area, same era, still trying to live like they was in high school and they 59, still think they in high school or trying to run with a younger crowd and, or look and act like the younger crowd. Those are people that ain't confident in themselves and don't know too much. Um, but that's facts, bro. This this world is crazy. We yeah. just need some, we need we need a lot of good men like yourself that's doing positive things. Uh book signings, creating books, um parades, marches, breast cancer awareness, doing positive things. The more positive things that that a person can do, maybe that'll rub off on the next person to do some positive things and it becomes a domino effect of how it affects everybody. But when you out and you see it every day, I wake up, not me per se, but when you have young men that wake up, mom don't got a job, been on welfare, the dad either a drug addict or sell drugs or still gang banging or locked up or dead. Then when you look outside in your window, your grass is unmowed, trash all in the streets. On one corner, you got a liquor store. On the other corner, you got a church. And across the street, you got seven houses, five of them are abandoned with busted windows. How anybody going to see some positivity out of something like that? It's not too many people that can that can sit, look at that, but in visual, visualize that they somewhere else or they going to be somewhere else. It's not too many people that is optimistic. 
a lot of people that you run across are antagonistic. When you're optimistic and you're looking at that glass that's half full, that's what you're going to tell them. You like the glass that's half full. That's when you're optimistic. That means you're looking for a brighter day. You know some great company. When you're antagonistic and you see that same glass of water, you're going to say, oh, the glass half empty. That's when you got a negative connotation about yourself. You're not looking at stuff in a positive light. It's always something negative. So you got two type of people. I'm always want to be the optimistic. I don't want to be the antagonistic. I don't want to always be the Debbie Downer. I'm always thinking it's going to be a better way. I'm always thinking we're going to overcome this. I'm always thinking about tomorrow and what tomorrow can bring. Always thinking that because I wake up today and I don't have a million dollars or $20 million or however much money that, that makes that person happy, don't mean that I won't be able to get it tomorrow. That's the optimism in me. As long as I work and do what I have to do today, who knows what's in store for me tomorrow. So, therefore, that creates a winning attitude with me. I feel like I'm always winning. As long as I'm able to breathe and I'm able to move around free, I'm winning. I'm winning. And a lot of people just don't have the winner's mentality. They stuck in, like I say, they stuck in the environments. They stuck in how the parents raised them. They they stuck in being around their friends because you hang with nine broke niggas, you bound to be the 10th one. And that's just facts. Anytime you hang around somebody else long enough, it's a possibility that they rub off on you unless you are cut from a certain cloth or you're cut from a certain character. So it's, it's my advice to anyone that's listening out there, be careful of who you have around you. Always try to keep a positive circle. Keep people around you that's optimistic. Keep people around you that are smarter than you. That's the only way you're going to learn. That's how you level up. A person that don't know as much as I know or done as much, of course you can learn from anybody. But always surround yourself where you be the dumbest one in the room. You're going to go far. Especially if you already know that you are a very intelligent person. And to say that you're going to put yourself in the room and you're going to be the dumbest person in the room, imagine the possibilities and what you're going to learn out of that room when you already are intellect yourself. But you're going to step back and say, I'm the dummy in here. I'm just going to sit, observe, and learn. That's what we need. Man, exactly. bro. That, that's facts, bro. Hey, I salute you. It's an honor to have you on the show, bro, for real. Man, I'm honored. Really, I am. Man. I'm honored. Man, hey, cause yo, the jewels you just dropped, bro, are priceless, bro, and the world definitely needs to hear it for real. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, I, I don't want to keep you too long. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, shout out your social media, how people can get a hold of you. You know what I'm saying? If they want to collab, produce. You know what I'm saying? Or just chill or need some encouraging words. You know what I'm saying? How can they get a hold oh, of Solo? Absolutely, absolutely. I'm all down for. Any, anybody, any kids want to do anything positive, you can always reach out to me. You can find me on all social media sites. Solo Heights. S-O-L-O-H-E-I-G-H-T-S. Solo Heights. From YouTube to Instagram to Facebook to TikTok to Snapchat to any anything that they clubhouse, anything that they got going on, that's where you can find me at. And you can find my music 
on all streaming platforms. So you can find me on Apple Music, Spotify, um, whatever they got out there, I'm on it. Audio Mac, I'm there. So just look me up, Solo from Nice, you know? Man, bro, definitely an honor, big boss. Hey, man, I'm honored. No, no, no. Hey, hey, one more, one last thing. One, one last thing. I know. Um, just, I, I want to say thank you again for always rocking with me, supporting me whenever I need you, even if it's last minute. I know you and your wife had a um. You guys was rocking them shirts with the businesses and everything. So if you want to put that out there right quick and let them know what it is. Yes, sir. So also now I've been stating that I do music, but but my 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 first job when I get up is oral surgery. So if anybody. It's in the Chicagoland area that may have some difficulties or some troubles and need some advice, some guidance, or need an oral surgeon. You can always find me at Face to Face Oral Maxofacial. Um, we're located in Chicago Heights. We're on Halsted. Um, we do any type of trauma from the neck up, from biopsies to reconstruction of the jaw, the nose, Botox, um, pretty much implants teeth removal, all on fours, anything that you pretty much have, any trauma from the neck up is what we can help you with. And that's, it's called face-to-face, and it's the oral surgery center. And you can find Solo uh, from the Heights in that building, along with Dr. Robin Gallardi and a host of other great assistants and staff. Absolutely. That's dope, bro. Black excellence for real, for real. Yes, sir. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Once again, it's an honor to have you on the show, bro. And I salute everything you got going on. Much success. You know what I'm saying? You finna drop this heat. I already know. You know yes, what I'm sir. saying? Hey, yes, we, we definitely gonna lock in. So, you know what I'm saying? You, uh, uh, when we get off, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm gonna plug you more on the events, the 11th and 12th, just to inform you more. You know what I'm saying? Yes, and, sir. Hey, we, we gonna kill it from there. Mm-hmm. I'm with all right, bet it up, my dude. Bet it up. All right, for sure. Bye. Bye. Yo, there you have it. A Shy Heist legend, Solo. You know what I'm saying? Had to have partner on there. Definitely dropped a lot of jewels. You know what I'm saying? Got a lot going on, a lot of positivity stuff going on. You know what I'm saying? Plus, he do more than just rap. The game definitely needs him. You already know what it is. It's your boy Smith signing out on the Smith Express Show. Let's get it. Yeah.